guys. Awesome episode today. We have a squirting incident and a girl who always gets put in the friend zone. Enjoy. Check it out. Share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I guess I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how this works. That's how the podcast game moves along. You listen, you tell a friend. That friend tells a friend, then that friend tells a friend, and then I'm sitting on the top of Podcast Mountain with all of you people feathering my nuts from the bottom. That's how those nuts do it, baby. That's right. And how do you feather my nuts? How, you ask? Make it your Instagram story. Tell a friend. Tweet about it. Facebook about it. All of the above ways are ways to feather this podcaster's nuts. And it rate, feels- review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Go on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Write some. Write your own version of the feathering out there. Out there. That's how it works, baby. That's the only way we grow, right, Shelby? It's the only way. We're not putting up billboards here. No, we're not putting up billboards, and we got you know we got a whole operation to support. I've slowly seen you turn into Rush Limbaugh. It's uh oh, guest <laughs> chiming in early. Oh, someone got I, I got could, it. I couldn't uh, resist. <laughs> I had to intervene. That's right. You heard him. You hear him now. An OKP. <laughs> Original key player, Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. Great guest alert. Got that great guest alert button hit. I think this is, Nima. is this your first time with all the drops? This is insane. Oh, this is insane. We got more. Yeah, this. It's certainly an ending you won't see coming. You won't see it coming. Yeah, this is, this is fantastic. It's like the rap soundboard, but for podcasts. What's a rap soundboard? No. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You. Is that me? <laughs> Are you okay? Oh my god! Yeah. That's you. What is that? That was me. <laughs> it's at the live show, and a big reveal happened on accident. Oh, we had <laughs> we had a girl, the the one that came on stage. Yeah, I mean, well, she came on stage and asked, "What if I?" The first thing I said to her, I was like, "Oh, you wore a funny hat or whatever. We made a strong fashion decision with your hat." Mm-hmm. And then she's like, yeah, I, I had cancer. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. That's me. <laughs> Apologizing right away. She was very nice and fu- fucking awesome I to have on the show. But cancer. Yeah. She's like, well, what would be? And then her question based around that, like, what would guys think of shorter hair? I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the short hair guy. I'm the, I'm the different haircut guy. I, I love, love a hat. I love a hat. I love the different looks. Are you okay? The oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, that's me asking if she was okay. Jesus wow, Shelby, Christ. you know how to find him. That, 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 was, that was basically me backtracking. Nimesh Patel I'm at here. Finding Nimesh. Go follow. Go support. Denver. 
I know you're out there, Denver people. We did a live podcast there, and it was hot to trot. Mm-hmm. Nemesh is going to be at the Comedy Works in Denver April 31st. No, March 31st. March 31st. Ooh. Almost fucked that up. There were people waiting outside a month later. It's almost as bad as you revealing someone has cancer. <laughs> it's almost close. <laughs> Go Denver people. March 31st and April 1st. He's there for two nights. The Comedy Works considered the best comedy club in the country. I'm excited. What else is going on, Nimesh? Nothing, man. Just trying to... I decided to quit drinking. Today? Yes. Well, come on. We're taping on a Monday. No, I don't take any... Monday, I, yeah, didn't drink, is, I didn't drink yesterday. Sunday? Yes. That's easy. I mean, not for me. Get through a weekend, then you'll talk to me about quitting drink. How long are you going to quit for? Probably two weeks or so. Two weeks? <laughs> Until Denver. I mean, listen, I, yeah, you want to, dude, Denver will fucking kill you. I know. Dude, you go drinking in Denver, you will wake up and not want to wake up. That fucking high altitude shit. It's not worth it. I, I went to Denver, <laughs> I, I was so fucking hurt from drinking there, I was like, it felt like I like I remember I went to like I went and got ice cream like I was uh-huh. like I need something to it's, just cool my brain. It's that bad. I'm it's going a day bad. early just because I I hear Denver's an amazing city. Denver's an amazing city. Uh, also, it's the reason you shouldn't drink any hard alcohol in Denver. I I would stand by that. Oh fuck. They got good beers. There's a good beer culture. They obviously the weed thing. Mm-hmm. But if you drink a beer, at least you're like staying. You you know what's in the beer. Uh-huh. You know, okay, I've had four beers and now it's uh, you know it's over. Yeah, liquor gets away from you there. I can't drink beer, so we'll see how. Why can't you drink beer? I, beer fucks my stomach up. You're one of those. Yes, I probably am too, but I just don't even like admit <laughs> to it. Yeah, I can't. Oh, the crowd is very upset. It's fine. I mean, I drink hard liquor. I know, but that's going to be tough for you in Denver. Give me that- gin. Gin trees. I know I have a problem. Ah uh, man. So all of you go in Denver, uh, March thirty first, April first, comedy works. Great club, too. I'm so excited. Have you ever done it? No, I've never done it. I did the podcast there and I remember like there was a point before the podcast, like where I was literally like on stage with a mic like I was doing stand up and I was like, Oh, cancel the podcast. I want to do stand up here just because yeah. it feels so good. Dope, man. I- it feels like uh um, what everyone who's been there is no one has said a bad thing about the place, tough. It's a tough which place. Is a tough thing to say. It's yeah. really good. I so I took the week off drinking because it wasn't allowed in Kuwait. Oh shit! They don't allow booze. That's right. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> this is me getting off. That's me. Hey, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you be the so bartender. You man. be the bartender. I'll be the guy. Me ordering. Uh-huh. Hey, can I get a vodka soda? We don't do that here. No, that's me. That music plays. <laughs> lights, lights yeah. go black. <laughs> go black. <laughs> hey, shadow on your a, face. Hey, yeah, I'll take a, a Tito's and soda. What did I say? Oh no. <laughs> Wasn't, no was, alcohol. There wasn't any on the base? Or? Not on the base. It's illegal. So In the country, it's illegal. The country, it's oh, illegal. Shit. So no bacon, no booze in all Kuwait. And mm-hmm. they do have non-alcoholic beer. But like at that point, I'm like, why even have this? Like yeah, You don't know what it is. For the taste, I guess, for someone that's visiting, that's for them. But then there are bars. 
So like at the hotel, there's like the tiki bar, and I'm like, what? What am I gonna order here? What Did you do smoke hookah? No, I didn't smoke any hookah. I I know that's available. Uh-huh. It's just not something I want to do. The days were so long. Like when we when you do these uh, USO or AFE, we did AFE. Jared was supporting the troops. That's right. I did feathering more feathering their nuts. Feathering their nuts, and I gotta say, they are. It was great to meet them. I met like podcast listeners out there. What they well because the days there are. It's uh, uh, what I was saying to people. Did you go shooting? We went shooting. How big of a fucking, fucking amazing! How well, big of a gun. Did so you they shoot? have. So before I get into the shooting, they basically they the days at the bases are just monotonous. Like it's like imagine living at work. Like you wouldn't. You would be imagine living at your accounting firm. Right. That would be annoying without the possibility of going to war. Yeah. So like without take war out of the equation, you're living with Frank from accounting. And you're like, get me the fuck away from Frank. At least you have the weekends to get away. But that's not what you have there. You're just around. And so they're looking for, you know, a lot of them with podcasts. They're, they're, when I would mention I have a podcast, their ears would perk up because they're like, oh, it's something to just like take my mind off of this shit. Right. And also they're in the middle of the desert. So you look around and it's even depressing to look around the landscape because everything's just the same color. Barren and beige. Beige, Color, just Shelby everything. Shoes. Shelby shoes. That's what I kept thinking <laughs> as I looked off. So that was like an interesting thing. And then um, they, so they would take us. So we'd wake up at like I would wake up at like six, go to the gym, go to this huge buffet breakfast. Six a.m. Just because I was up from the time change. Uh-huh. It's eight hours. At, so your sleep is all fucked up. And then I would go and I would um, go to the gym. Then I go to this big breakfast. And you I just was like, lifting with army dudes. No, this was at the hotel. We were at a hotel. Oh shit! And then at like one, they or noon, they'd be like, "Okay, we're picking you up to go to the base." And the show is at seven. So when you get to the base, they're like, "Okay, come do lunch with us. Come." Look. That's right. Then they like we were gonna show you what it's like the dogs that that. It, oh, I saw that video. I got attacked by the dog. You did that? I did it. That was no, that wasn't you though. That was me in the fucking with the arm thing. Oh shit! So I got attacked by the dog, and then I got um, and then they did uh. How many? Did you piss your pants? The dogs are the smartest fucking things you've ever seen. Uh-huh. They have they have the uh, such a command over the dog where they'll go. Get him! And the dog will sprint as fast as fucking possible. And then the minute they go, huh, they'll say one word right. and it'll stop on a dime right in front of the person. Like, that's how much control they have. And then one of the days they took us to like the gun facility. Yeah. So you go to the gun facility and they literally like have video game setups with real guns. So they took these real guns uh-huh. and I had a machine gun. It's the same way. That's right. So I would sit there with the same weight. I'd be lying on the ground, and in front of it was a video screen. That's nuts. And they had people like it. Basically, felt like you were at Dave and Buster's, but <laughs> but then you kept like you would have to refill with like fake bullets. So it wasn't like real gun. It was the real weight, it was the real feeling, the real noise. Yeah. Like you're here now, uh-huh. but just with a video game. That's fucking. Crazy. And they were like saying they're like there's phases. We start here, and then we go to the live action. Is it all training? It's all training. Oh, it's all training stuff. So it was. Unbelievable. So you're a trained killer now. I'm a trained hero. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you any differently. Jared Free. That's right. Kuwaiti so, commando. The Kuwaiti commando myself. <laughs> the king of Kuwait. That's me. I, I, it was quite an experience. It, it, seeing those guys and women and what they do, you're like, man, this is not an easy job. 
They're ready at a moment's notice. Just the fucking alarm bell and, rings. And, and they're there for us. Like, as crazy as that sounds, like, they're there just, you know, getting ahead of bad situations. Like, people give, you know, there's so much politics that we hear about uh, day in and day out. And they're like, and to them, that's not, it didn't seem like that was, like, over hovering above them. Right. There wasn't the choice. There wasn't, it was just like, you take the orders you get, you do, you do them as best you can, that's it. Yeah. And there's something refreshing about that. You're there for a job. This yeah. is my rifle. That's right. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, it's like you're. It sounds crazy. Like, I, I know one or two army people, and they're always, they're just like the most disciplined. So disciplined. I would want to hire all of them. Like, like even just like meeting them, like the way they shake your hand, the way they explain. How long are most of them there for? Uh, some of them were like 30 years. They're like, I've been in the third 20 years, 30 years. Like, some of them, like, it's their career. Damn. But then you see the young guys and women, and you're like, okay, th- this is just a stop. Uh-huh. Before they do something else. And what did you guys do there? Is you we did shows. Vecchione. Mike Vecchione, uh, Liz Mealy, and Kyle Ocasio. Uh-huh. So every night at seven, they would like set up a show, and it kind of felt like it was like in a. It was like as if it was like a, a rec room at the Y would have a show. But because it was all different spots in the base. Five different bases. Oh shit! So you go to every day that we tour the base, uh-huh. and then that night. So it was kind of weird because they were like, "Oh, we heard you're funny," and then like, "We'll see." And then the show would be at night. Yeah. And so it was I, I, an amazing experience. I can't really like, and you know, say enough how great it was to see that. And like, mm-hmm. they're like, you have this weird thing after every show where it's like, we're both just like thanking each other, like the mutual admiration society. Cause they're like, thank you for coming. And I'm just like, no, thank you for doing what you're thank doing. Thank you for being here. So yeah. I don't have to be here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Let's do some emails. You ready, Nimesh? Of course. At Finding Nimesh on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Denver, buy those tickets. March 31st, April 1st, two nights only. He's going to be there. Hilarious comic. You know him. You love him. Squirters. Ever dealt with a squirter? (laughs) (laughs) No, I've never dealt with a squirter. Dear Climax Czar, the other day I was able to convince. That's me. That, uh, I'm great at climax. Jesus. I was able to convince a Tinderella to come back to my place for a little late night cardio session. Mm-hmm. While we were banging, she all of a sudden she went full porn status and squirted. My question for you is should a guy or gal be given a heads up that she's going to do that if she already knows she does it? So, Your take on this would be appreciative. Yeah. Heads up is nice. A little, you want a heads up? A tap on the shoulder, maybe? I don't want a heads up. I, I, I wanna I wanna get that fucking I wanna get slimed. Like it's Nickelodeon. Is it weird that I was a little bit turned on? I'm a little bit turned on. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, do you I, know what I mean? Like, I, like I. There's no way you look like a man if a girl squirts on you and you go, "Come on, but, I was gonna wear this." But what if she didn't know that she was? That's another thing. That's a imperative question. Well, if she she knew she was a squirter, then maybe. Well, like, if do you? If you're gonna, I know I'm a squirter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know I squirt. But you're always like, I'm going to come. I do do, a the, fucking... I do a squeeze on the shoulder. <laughs> to, and, and that's me saying, a tap. it's coming. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Live it. I, stay, you know, in, stay in the rain. Either stay or go, but this ain't, this ain't changing. Yeah, I mean. Have you ever been squirted on? No, unfortunately See, not. that's the thing. You, you say, unfortunately, I would say the same thing. I haven't been. I want to be squirt. I want it to be like, you know, 
have so many questions when Double it comes to, to squirting that I have yet to Google about like uh does it this came up once on the you up podcast and i got so many emails from people like because i said i heard it was pee and i i I don't know anything i don't care what the liquid is i my concern is what does it indicate about your abilities as a performer oh you know i mean like if like do you have the vagina functionality do i have the ability as a guy Mm. to make you squirt that's the question well with a lot of women if you're listening right now Guys want that. We want a video game sex. Yes. We want to know we pushed the button that I made you that. squirt. I did that. <laughs> you got to do a laundry very, because of yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very male thing. You know? For us to go, I created the squirt. <laughs> Here I am yeah. ruining your sheets. <laughs> if, if a guy, yeah, as a guy, I would want to know if I made that happen. That's really the thing. Now, I wouldn't, if it happened, I don't care. No, yeah, you're right. No guy's like, Man, yeah, I'm out of detergent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, no guy's like offended by your squirt. I don't have any towels to put down. What I do want to know after the fact is like, well, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. One, bring a rain jacket next time we hook up. <laughs> and some or, goggles. <laughs> yeah, or, wow, that was so good. You made me squirt. And then give me the stats. It only has happened three times in my life, mm-hmm. and the one time was with you know the the broom shaft. Then you got to go again. Yeah, right? let's see if we can repeat. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. I'm surprised there was never a, a female little John version of that song. Skeet skeet skeet, and just squirt squirt squirt. A squirt squirt squirt. <laughs> well, I don't think they're I don't think they're the same. The skeet 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 is come, isn't it? No, well, skeet 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 is come. Yeah. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Not that's come. just that's that's. I don't think that's come. That's that's like just like. What is it? I, I don't even know. Fuck. Some someone actually last time this came up, someone sent me a link of like, you can have like a gland or something that makes you squirt more or mm-hmm. whatever. It's a whole thing that I'm sure someone's gonna DM me about. And th- what bothers me about these conversations is like, yeah, we we don't care whatever it is it is. And then someone has to go, no, let me teach you. Yeah. What the fuck it is, and it's like okay, I I don't care. It does not change the fact that I want to make it happen constantly. Yes, sponsored. Neo, Neo U, Neo U is a boutique fitness reimagined as digital platform. Work out live and on demand with the best trainers in the world without leaving your home. I am a huge fan. This is a new sponsor alert. Ring that bell, Shelby. Neo U is great. It's a great training app. It's a, the, the beauty of being in a class and being amongst all these people working out in your own home or your own home gym or wherever you work out. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really now you can participate in top fitness class through your phone, computer, or TV without having to buy an expensive bike or other equipment. Neo U is the perfect way to keep up with your workouts if you're busy. When I'm on the road, I don't have time to get to class every day. So an app like this is perfect for me. It keeps and the most important part about this, Neo U, keeps it fresh. Fresh. You're not doing the same thing every day, and it takes it out of your mind. You sign up, you get to be involved. It's variety. You can get any class you want on there. Dance training with the Vixen workout. Cardio boot camp from the Brave Body Project. Ooh. Aoki boot camp, DJ Steve Aoki's cardio workouts. And super unique content you won't find anywhere else like Con Body, a workout developed by Cross Cosmarde uh, while serving a sentence in prison. We met him. 
Did we? You and I, I think we both met him at um, at Caroline's one night like two years ago. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, come down to the gym. I'm like, all right. And I just never went. In a prison workout. Prison workouts. You're fucking doing dips off the toilet. <laughs> Plus yoga, boxing, pre and postnatal. Uh, and much, much more. They have over 40 categories to choose from so you can keep changing up and you'll never get bored. It's like Netflix for fitness or Hulu for working your butt and thighs. Once you're subscribed, you can watch classes anywhere and stream on iOS, Android, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or your computer. No equipment required. The introductory offer is just $7.99 per month. You're never going to find a gym membership that's less than that. So what are you waiting for? Listeners, J-Train. Get a special deal. Sign up on the web at neoufitness.com. That's N-E-O-U-Fitness.com to receive one free month with promo code JTRAIN. Promo code JTRAIN. And after that, $7.99 a month. That's really good. That's pretty good. That's really good. Even if you already belong to a gym, that's a good thing that like gets you out of the gym. Or just Keeps watch it, fresh. it be, and be like, all right, this is the thing I'm going to do today. And exactly. Go to the, your gym. And New workouts. That's yeah. the, Part of the whole thing with working out is just having the variety to make you excited to go. So go sign up online at neoufitness.com. That's neoufitness.com, neoufitness.com. Enter code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. One free month. Start getting fit. Let's do more emails. At Finding Nemesh. Going to be in Denver, Colorado. March 31st, April 1st. He never planned a date. I emailed you about uh, how I matched with a guy in Bumble uh, where he was back in his hometown, West Coast, mine too, for vacation from med school, East Coast. We didn't have a date when we matched, but he continuously talked to me, so I just went with it. Having never met, we had a great conversation about family and feelings or careers and friendship. We sexted too. I never actually... Never asked for exclusivity or anything when times would get rough. I would respectfully give him a way out, but he always wanted to stay. He never called me or FaceTimed me, which always disappointed me because I never heard his voice. Fast forward to six months of talking 24-7. He's back home for vacation, and one week has passed that he's been here, and he hasn't initiated any date or talked to me normally. He would say, hi, or how are you, but nothing about a date. I was done with him, so I always cut off the convo after the how are you. Our last conversation was below the first time he would mention anything about a date while here. My question is, why would he waste six months of deeply talking to me and never initiate on dating me? Why did he never call me, FaceTime me? I'm over him, but I just want to know if he used me. I feel like booty calls get more respect than this. Do I have to worry about my nudes? My face was never in them, but hey. The nail in the coffin for me was when he liked a East Coast girl's bikini pic from 2016, which was 200 posts deep into her profile on Friday night. Why do guys do this when they have a girl excited to see them? So it seems the deal was. Here's her. She has two posts on Instagram. She's pretty. Very pretty. Shelby, do you have a a lookalike for this girl? So basically the deal is she um, and him matched while he was in town or away or whatever. He goes back to the East Coast, comes back to the West Coast. Whatever the situation was, Mm -hmm. they were texting for like six months. And then the minute he comes in her town, he doesn't even make a date. Right. Why do this? Maybe he's just setting it up and then he didn't want to do it anymore. Shelby, do you uh, have a celebrity for us? That's easily what it was. Kind of looks like a... 
like a young version of that woman from House. From House. House. <laughs> what are you talking? From House. Who? That isn't even like a, a reference to a show that's going on right now. There's a lot of shows that aren't going on. I right know. Now. Well, the, to me, she's hot. Here's the text she sent. He wrote, "Hi." Oh, you hey. know, she looks like uh, who? Idina Menzel. From she does Frozen. look like that. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I that, see it. That, that, that's that's a good one, Charlie. He wrote. So she sent the text, "Hi," and she wrote, "Hey," and then he writes, "I wish we could have met while I'm here, but I guess who's going? But guess who's going in for emergency surgery? Woo." She wrote, sorry to hear. Good luck. Do you want me to leave you alone? You seem not to not particularly care when I've texted you recently. Yeah, you can leave me alone. Take care. Any particular reason why? Not a fan of your character, so I'm checked out. All right, that's fine. Anything in particular? Just curious. I have way too much personal shit going on to be super invested in being how t- told how shitty I am. But seems like kind of surprising that you would seem you seemed like you were looking forward to going out and all of a sudden not. Though I can't blame you. I've been super warm and outgoing uh, for a while since I'm going through some stuff right now. I also have, per- and then she writes, I also have personal matters going on. I understand that's why you gave you space. I never said you're a shitty person, just not the person for me. Is every- And then he writes, is everything all right with you? I'm sorry to hear that you have some things going on. I'm doing great. Thanks for checking. Just take care. All right, likewise, he writes. So what do you think? They texted for six months. Apparently. Uh it's weird. The it, whole thing is weird. To me, it just feels like he was fishing, and then he got tired of fishing, and then it was that. That was it. Here's the thing. Here's what. Here's what we have to realize. Hmm. There's a reason people in your own town are texting you, and it's <laughs> there are people not in your own town are texting you. Yeah. The reason the out of town guy or girl is texting you is because they're lonely. You are easy to text without any commitment necessary. They always have the out of not hanging out with you. And he's a med student, right? Whatever he is. Who gives a fuck? That they're, they're a different breed of people. Are they? Yeah. I know plenty of med student people. They're just like, yeah, like I, I need someone to talk to while I'm stressed. Yeah, not. he's in med school on the East Coast yeah. and she's on the West Coast. I, but I'm saying med student or not, there are these things are happening all the time where people are out there uh-huh. texting with someone. Then they go, and then when it times to take a shit. They don't fucking take a dump. Yeah. And he was coming to the West Coast. If they've been, she says, I've sent nudes. Right now, what she's doing is annoying too. I'm not letting her off the hook. Yeah. He's not going to share your nudes. Don't bring up all this other stuff that makes us come to your side even more. This is what a lot of people do when they've been fucked. They have to go, well, I also sent him nudes. How do I know they won't get out there? They're not getting out there. Okay. Your face isn't in them also. Don't fucking worry about it. But no they, one wants to leak nudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the real lesson here is if you're texting with someone that lives more than an hour away, understand that it has to have a plan. It's got to go somewhere or they're just, she asks if she's being used. You're not being used, yeah, but he, you're being used for his emotional prop, uh, 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 be, well-being. Yeah. He's getting out of you. Hot girl texts me. Someone out there likes me. That's all I needed out of this. I hate to like uh, diminish someone's emotional investment in anything, sure. but it's also like eye roll. You know, I know. <laughs> you know, it's I like mean, six w- months. Just yeah, you got cut and run, and time to move on. You sent two nudes that you could have just googled since you didn't yeah, send yeah, your yeah, face. Yeah. It. You know what I mean? Like, gives a shit. Well, that, that's the thing. She's looking for what. What she needs to stop doing is looking for 
more sympathy than she deserves. She's looking for someone to she, tell her there's nothing wrong with her. But she's a part of this. Right. She's the one that kept texting for six months. You're the one that said, well, when you're here, what are we going to do? You could have said that. When he said he was coming to, to, to the hometown, okay, cool. What's our plan? Yeah, you That's wanna, your first text. Want to smash? And you avoided it because you were afraid of getting your feelings hurt because someone that you've been putting a lot of time into doesn't want to spend time with you. He's also a dick, but yeah, the, fuck him. But he's not our problem. He's not our listener. Our listener is this girl who's writing to me saying, was I used? I guess if you want to put it, you were emotionally used. In because the same way people use television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this wasn't personal. Right. This was what we have to do is we can't fix him. We can't drive his bus. We can try and fix you. We can drive your bus. We can't drive his bus. We can't. Uh, I'm just appreciating the analogy. It's true. Or the metaphor, rather. We can help you. And yeah. you need to be a better buyer. You need to start stop worrying about... And what gets confusing, and I'll give her empathy on this, you're on the same phone that you message your mom and your brother. The same device. We should have one phone for texting people we want to fuck and one phone... For, for people that else. we love. Yeah. Because now you're doing, you're going from a text with a best friend to a text with him, and it kind of feels like the same thing. Oh, yeah, I'm equating, oh, I have the same emotional access to all these people. Exactly. And really, it should just be like, oh, this, this guy is a once a week text. This guy is someone that means nothing to me. We, and, and what you have to do, and right now you got the front row seat, the difference between fingers and feet. His fingers did all the work. That's not a lot of work. Mm-mm. When did it? When did it? When it came to his feet, he didn't get off his ass. No so shoes were put on. Not even put on his shoes. He could do if if all of your interactions could happen while he's shirtless and in, in mesh shorts, then they never happened at all. Not a big deal. And she says, "My question is, why would you waste six months of deep blue? It's just because it feels good to get a text from someone. It's also really not wasting six no. months. You wasted maybe a minute a day. Yeah. And and she goes, why didn't he never FaceTime me? Why don't you FaceTime him? You need to have a standard. You need to own your standard and then not be afraid to have lose people that won't meet your standard. That's what happened here. You had opportunity after opportunity to go, hey, you haven't FaceTimed me. Like, what is this even going to be? Hey, you're coming to town. You haven't even made a date. We've been texting for six months. You had a right to say those things, yeah. and you didn't. Do you want to hang out? No? All right, cool. Uh, don't leak my news. I'll see yeah. you later. Even in your... Even in the interaction there, she was like, well, I just have to, I don't want to be around shitty people. It's like, you could have just been like, hey, you never made a plan. I'm kind of sick and tired of texting with you. Goodbye. Done. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Nimesh Patel. At Finding Nimesh. Going to be at Denver, the comedy books. Also, Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie. He's there tonight. March 22nd. Yeah, tonight is March 20. This is when this comes out. Oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. Friday. Tonight. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> feather, feather. You've earned, you've answered me about specific situations, but this one's pretty general. I think a lot of lady listeners would like to know the answer. I'm a 23-year-old lady listener, a female. Mm-hmm. At the bar last night, I saw a super hot guy. I tried to catch his attention, but he was pretty focused on the conversation with his friend. I told my friend she should tell him and his friend to come play pool, uh, pool with us. But, bef- but before she did... Before she does this, I walk off because I got so nervous. They ended up coming over and hanging out. After she asked, of course, it was good. It was a good time with the guys playing pool and darts. 
Towards the end of the night, my friend walks off for a minute or two. The guy I was interested in asked, well, so why didn't you approach me? He was being super playful, but also calling me out on my shit. I playfully said that I get nervous. He then said, next time, own it. Say, hey, I'm, not, I'm, I'm hot as shit. Let's play pool. Are guys annoyed when the friend acts as the wingwoman? Is it always better to just be bold and approach them yourself? Also, he did get my number and 30 minutes later sent a want to come over text. I didn't go over, but hey, it was a good night even without a hookup. What do we think? Guys are never mad if the situation ends in that exchange of phone numbers. Yeah. Wing woman, come. the best approach is, hey, what up? How you doing? Mm -hmm. You're hot. Let's play pool. But any approach that ends with us exchanging phone numbers is yeah. He Fine. he's saying that to you because he has nothing else to say. Hey, he what he did is he called out the situation to be flirty with you. Done. Hey, we why didn't you talk to me? You're you're hot, don't it? And he got the chance to say that you're hot. Like he got all the things he wanted in in that interaction. It's always it's so funny that like maybe this is just anecdotal off of this, but it's like Guys don't need a story for how they were introduced to somebody. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? When women were like, yeah. oh, my, my wing woman went over and said hi. And like, sure. I walked off. And a guy, you could just be go up to a guy and be like, hi, I think you're attractive. Would yeah. you like to get coffee? And the guy would be like, yes, okay, sure. Immediately. Immedi- right now. Not a Even if they have, if they're with someone, they'll say A powerful conversation yes. <laughs> you can't miss. That's right. <laughs> That's even if a guy's in a relationship, he'll look at you and go, oh, yeah, uh, uh, coffee. Um, uh, well, I'm kind of seeing, you know, like he'll go in the whole thing. But he generally we're just happy we got to the game. Yeah. You don't need to like it's not middle school where you need to send a note and with a little do you like me? Yes or no. No. It's just fucking say hi. And also realize that the only reason this guy was like. Hey, why did you? It's just to talk to you about something. Yeah. He needed to open the door because he knew you didn't go up to him. He's also making sure that you know that he's not into the friend and he's into you. That's a big part of this, too. He Bold. wants to. Hey, uh, this guy's smart. He wants to set. He wants to make sure that it's written in stone. Hey, you're the one that I am going for. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you come over when your friend came over when you're so hot? Boom. Done. Now it's in your head. And then he texts you that night to come over because he's going to take a shot. At that point, you turn him down. No, but I'm free for drinks. Boom. Then you go. Now you do drinks. Boom. Bold, bold is always better. It, especially with dudes because yeah. we're, we get, we're we're very a plus, one plus one equals two. We're not subtle people. No. With a woman, you go up to her. Hey, uh, okay. Excuse me. Hit us over the head with a bat and drag us into a cave. Podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Ooh, we are sponsored. I love the sponsor scent bird. Ching, ching. Scent bird. Like a scent. I've you seen s- the ads for this. Have you seen the ads yeah. for this? Scent bird. I, what they're doing, they have revolutionized the cologne and perfume game. This is why Jared smells so good. That's right. There's no better feeling than someone coming up to you and saying, you smell amazing. What cologne are you wearing? Problem is, great cologne can be expensive. And that means you don't get a chance uh, to change up scents as often as you want. That's really the biggest issue with colognes and any perfume. 
is you make you're basically investing in a smell for yourself for the next 30 years (laughs) (laughs) dude it's 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 such a big thing it costs a lot of money you know you only use it every now and again by the time it's up you like have you ever run out of a cologne i use it all the time do you really yeah it's the best just because you get used to being people like you smell incredible. I'm like, really? Would you? It, it would, takes one. You smell incredible for me to be like, this is my next cologne for the next well, three months. But then you can't get a new one. But then, then you switch it up. Well, it's tough to switch up because it costs so much money. That's where Scentbird comes in. Mm-hmm. They with Scentbird, I found a way to smell amazing without breaking the bank. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service that lets you discover new colognes without buying an entire bottle. With over 450 luxury brands, Versace, Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, Burberry, and Prada, Semper.com keeps those compliments coming month after month. Choose the cologne you want and to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. Incredible. How great is that? 120 sprays, enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. Sort colognes and perfumes by brand, occasion, season, and style. Or take Semper's True Scent Quiz to get personalized recommendations. So listen, I love Semper because when I use it, I like that I can switch it up. There's daytime cologne. There's nighttime cologne. There's there's business meeting cologne. You know, these are all power cologne. Power cologne. <laughs> this is what, so. I and listen. I'm into the Tom Ford stuff. It smells amazing, amazing, uh, and I just like the mix up. I like that you just aren't locked into one smell personality got it it does take a while to find the scent you like absolutely that's why this is dope we have an exclusive offer for j train listeners sign up today to get 50 percent off your first month that's only seven dollars and fifty cents for your first fragrance that's pretty fucking amazing yeah go to scentbird.com slash j train scentbird.com slash j train use our coupon code j train at checkout for 50 percent off your first month that's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D dot com slash J-T-R-A-I-N Semper dot com slash J-Train to try out your first cologne or perfume for just $7.50. Sign on. Smell amazing. Get involved with them. That's dope. That's a great deal, people. Red Flag Deal Breaker. Let's play a Red Flag Deal Breaker. All right. They use a fork and knife or chopsticks to each pizza because they refuse to eat it with their hands. Red Done. flag or Get deal. out of my life. Out of your life. Yeah, what you, chopsticks? Deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> I do chopsticks once just to see how the fuck you eat pizza with chopsticks, but fork and knife, I mean, come on, yo. Get out of here. What are you doing? What if it's a floppy slice? Fold it. Together. Fold that Fold shit. Fold it. Fold it. Look at Shelby came Floppy in. slice. Here's the only way Use I'm okay. Plate. Use the plate nice. to cradle it like it's a Here's pizza the difference. taco. Nice pizza, like not the pizza pizza place. You know, ever go to a restaurant where they do like a fancy pizza and you get it as like an app? That I could see fork and knife. I refuse. Nope. It's like an appetizer. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Two deal breakers and a red flag. Yeah, I mean. Deal breaker. You know why it's a red flag? Because that means they like, they're so prissy that they can't. They're like one of those hand models that like they don't even open doorknobs and stuff yeah yeah yeah. this is a little too prissy it was funny on seinfeld but that's where it stayed <laughs> how about this red flag j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast <laughs> big fan you got dj Khaled doing your fucking red flag deal breakers 
That was awesome. Okay, so here we go. Here's my issue. I am and always have always the friend. I think Jared has put it the more approach uh, put it as the more approachable friend before. It never fails that I'll be having great conversations with a guy or uh, with a guy on a night out, or I'm hanging out with a guy getting coffee, etc. When he asks about one of my friends, I'm not hideous and I don't have bad breath. So what gives? I'm very outgoing. Have all. Have a, shall we say, strong personality. I like to drink beer and swear. And I'm very career focused. A lot of my guy friends have said I can be intimidating and that I friend zone myself, whatever that means. Mm. Any advice on how I can be seen as the girl that guys want to hook up with, date, and not be the go-to for advice on my friends? Loyal fan and forever friend. What do you think? How do you stop being a friend as a girl? Well, first, I, I have to note that she said she doesn't have bad breath, which is... Immediate deal breaker. Bad breath, you're done. Bad breath, I'm out. But deal breaker. Deal breaker. So that's a positive. But she just sounds like a strong woman. Mm. Who's just like into fucking, who's just aggressive and she just hasn't met the the aggressive guy to match her energy yet. How do yeah. you get out of that? Don't fucking change yourself. Don't if you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. That's right. If you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. That's a good point. Maybe, uh, maybe don't have 17 beers and say well you just said don't you. change yourself and now I'm you're just, saying i'm <laughs> saying i'm saying you could tone it down but you don't have to change your personality i think her biggest problem is this happens to a lot of people that are the same way the person that says the person that says i'm very outgoing and shall we say strong personality then writes i like to drink and swear uh-huh. and it's like enough Put it away. A lot of times that is put as a blockade against being vulnerable. Oh, you think she's overcompensating? I think so. Mm. I think when you're not vulnerable, like guys want to, you know, when you're putting up these huge walls of like, well, if you don't take a shot with me, you must be a pussy. And then you go, why does anyone want to date me? It's like, <laughs> all right, because you kind of you kind of just called anyone who won't take a shot with you a pussy. Right. Like, I, like. It, I've seen this type before, and I don't think she's wrong for me. You are who you is. Maybe she's over. Uh, maybe she's underselling her aggressiveness. I think so. Uh-huh. I think when you say, "I shall we say a strong," and then you're the friend in the group. You're not the friend in the group. You're more the like. Okay, well, every like I've dealt with this a lot, where it's like, and it usually happens. It sounds like your mama bear bit. Kind of a little bit. Yeah. Where the mom basically. I've dealt in a lot of situations where if someone's not the hottest in their group, Uh and not to say she's not a beautiful person or beautiful, whatever, they always are just ultra aggressive towards you to shut you out because they don't want to be like, they they don't think that they're left alone. Like, it gets to the point where it's like, put it away. Like, we don't have to, you know, if you're like the, and a lot of women will write and be like, oh, guys are intimidated by me. That might be the case, but I don't know a lot of guys that are, I know a lot, like a lot of my friends that have never been like, well, I had to run away from her. She's too successful for me. Yeah, that's that's Th- not a thing. That's not a thing. I have met a lot of guys who are like, yeah, she's just fucking annoying and she's is mean. She's a bit crazy. Yeah, she's just like started being mean right away. Yeah. And it's like maybe take a step back. Maybe let these people, you know, without like coming out and being so aggressive and so outward, just be like, hang back a little bit. I'm also curious to know how many times this uh, situation has happened where a guy has been like, "Hey, you're great, but you know who's better?" <laughs> well, I I do think that she the conversations are probably more like, "Hey, you, 
put in a word and she's like oh we went out to get coffee so i could put in a word with someone yeah you know if i'm this girl i think you need to lay back a little bit i think also this whole idea sometimes it gets to the point with certain girls where they're like they're the ones that are like, let's do shots. Let's go crazy. Fuck off. You, oh, you like the Patriots? Go it's fuck yourself. girls' night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, put that stuff away. You don't have to, like, attack people to get them to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Guys are going to talk to you without you attacking them. I think that's a bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to know what kind of, what her... I've always gone for like curvy are. girls. Uh-huh. So like this happens a lot with the curvier girls uh-huh. where they're maybe not used to being approached. And so then it, they when you approach them, they come at you with like, oh, you fucking dick. And it's like, all right, I, I, I was just kind of uh, talking to you. Right, I was going to challenge you to a shot contest. Yeah, I was just going to come and say, hey, what's up? And it's like, so because they're a little bit self-conscious, they come at you extra hard mm-hmm. to not be put in a position where they might get hurt. She sounds like a, a volleyball player. <laughs> Hot. Those are always hot. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We got time for one more? We absolutely do. One more email. One more. Uh, we blew our one more email. One more email. Before we get to our last email here with Nimesh Patel, going to be at the Comedy Works March 31st, April 1st. We're sponsored. One sponsored. more. Three this episode. And this is a one of my favorites. Mapaline. Oh, shit. Mapalim. Listen, let's turn on the music for this one. This is Mapalim. We're going to take you to a different place. Let's take you to the Mediterranean. I'm there. Guys, listen up. Mapalim is making high-end products for guys with natural oils and ingredients from the Mediterranean. You, these are products that make you feel good. It makes you feel like you're sitting by the med. Right? Here we go. Ooh. You're sitting at an outdoor cafe. I'm in Santorini right Santorini. now. Santorini. Ooh. You got a little cappuccino. You're wearing a shirt. Wide but- open. The buttons are all the way down to your navel. Got some vineyard vines on. That's right. Your hair is flowing in the wind. My eyes are blue for some reason. All of Mapalim's products are handcrafted with natural oils and, and nutrients. That are sourced from the region's different coasts like Italy, France, Greece, Turkey, and Spain. Mediterranean locals have used these ingredients for thousands of years. And it's now becoming a growing trend among guys who want to become more conscious about what they use on their hair and skin. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, people. You're going to feel good after you put this on your body. I'm wearing the oil right now on my face. It, it smells looks vibrant. Great. I'm glowing. It's like I'm pregnant. <laughs> this is the perfect gift for a guy, an upscale version of himself. A way for him to upgrade the morning routine, not only healthy products for his skin and hair, but with chic packaging and amazing scent. Let me add on it. The chic packaging is important. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because when, you, when you're when you a single dude, you got some dope stuff in your apartment. It looks good on the yeah, shelf. Yeah, for sure. So get your grooming essentials at mapalim.com. That's M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. Use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN for 10% off. That's 10%. I would get the beard oil. I would get the soap and the shampoo. It looks good. Look at the pictures. They look dope. It's on my shelf right now. Yeah, they clean up a bathroom. Clean up a B-room. <laughs> nice and crisp. Mapaleem.com, promo code JTRAIN. Let's do one more. Let's do it. Okay. 
What do you want? Egomaniac Ghoster? Uh, dating app picks? An awkward sexual encounter? Done. Okay. Although we did squirting already. Yeah. I mean, I'm down for another this one. This is a long one. Oh, my God. Oh no, we're not doing this one. Okay. Let's do... Everything is perfect except... Am I dating a man-child? Yeah, uh, most men are children. Okay, let's do this. Oh, my God. Look how... Lo- these are get longer and longer. Guys, come on. Okay. Everything's... Pr- Let's get to it. I've been dating my boyfriend for four and a half years. Whoa. I'm 23. He's 24. Okay, so that means... Red flag. Met in college. Yeah. We have a very healthy relationship. Actively try to keep things spicy. We listen to the pod together on road trips, and you always spark some interesting conversations, so you thank you. Fingers we've in the a- butt. We've actually seen you in Chicago more recently in St. Louis. Thank you. However, there's one issue that I've recently noticed cause, causes almost all of our biggest, most dramatic fights. So here's the point of contention. My boyfriend's basically has... Alcohol-induced narcolepsy. I know what you're thinking. Don't we all have this affliction? I definitely get sleepy when I drink, but this is different. Almost every time we drink with a group of friends, without fail, he's the first person to pass out. It has been a running joke between all of our friends for years. In college, his friends basically consist- constantly pull pranks on him uh, when he passed out, leaving me to pretend like it's hilarious and joining in on the fun, quote-unquote. Now that we're semi-adults, we always uh, check to make sure he has five-hour energy on hand before going out. That seems like a dangerous... Drink a bunch of downers, but here's this upper just in case. I've noticed that just over the past year or so, it's been bothering me more and more, and I'm not sure why this is. Within the last year, our biggest fight started because he's falling asleep in public or been extremely intoxicated, which triggers me into getting unreasonably pissed off. In my own drunk, uh, drunken mindset, I'm thinking, wow, he's being so lame right now. He's totally cramping my style, but I'm starting to wonder if there's different underlying issues that I should be addressing. It just seems weird to me that I get so mad at him for something that isn't totally his control. We just had a serious talk about this. And we both agree that he needs to drink less and I need to try and just roll with it instead of getting so upset and annoyed. But as you know, it's hard to control how you feel. Just to clarify, it's just him and I, and I drinking. We don't have this issue. It only happens when we're around a group of people, which is almost worse because I don't want his friends to think I'm an annoying girlfriend that's always instigating fights. What say you, J-Train? Thanks in advance uh, for the advice. I, I do know this couple. They've been to a bunch of shows. They're very nice. Um, these two. Yeah, they're they're fans of the show. Okay. Um, what do you think? Well, first, uh, cocaine. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> second, it sounds like uh, she uh doesn't. She's twenty three. Twenty four. Twenty twenty. She's twenty three. So they've 24. been dating for like four years, which yeah. means she started dating at nineteen, yeah. which means like. She wants a relationship where she doesn't have to feel responsibility, and like this guy, mean? this guy, when you're at that age, you're mm-hmm. like, I want to have fun and be out, and like, sure. She said he's cramping his her style. Sure, sure. It's like a responsibility when someone is, like we've all had that friend he's who's like become, a liability. Yeah, he's become her child every time they go out. Exactly, and that that is an understandable frustration. Yeah, so I think the the what she has to do is. This is on him. Well, I think the reason she's getting angry now as opposed to like before when it was like somewhat fun yeah. 
is he's made she, no effort. It's so funny that she said we'd participate in the fun. Like, I just imagine her drawing dicks on the... Yeah. <laughs> but not that big, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's drawing dicks <laughs> on his face while also knowing this is kind of fucking... This, yeah. this is, like, embarrassing <laughs> to me now. Yeah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> this is going to maybe be the father of my child. Right. Um, I think she's getting mad because he's not trying to fix it. Yeah. It's been reoccurring. He knows the issue. He knows what caused the issue. And she's like, we're in a serious relationship where at this point, you know it makes me mad and you've done nothing to make it better. Yeah. It's also like, it's interesting that she, that when they're drinking together by themselves, like like a wine night. Yeah. Well, that's because they're not drinking like animals. When you're around other people, like it's like putting kerosene on the fire. Yeah. So everyone's like, no, we're going to do shots Shots, and it's going to be whatever. I think... You know, but the longer you're with someone, the old things that used to be cute and fun aren't as cute and fun because you're like, they get annoying because you're now you're doing something that, you know, the other person finds offensive or annoying or whatever. And you're still doing it. And it's not like it's a thing that's fine for you to be doing. No. If you're drinking to the point where you pass out in public, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. And you're, so you're like, okay, I am doing, I'm going, especially when you're going out, I'm getting dressed up, I'm getting put together. And then you're going out and just falling asleep. Yeah. You've wasted my night. We're not even fucking. We're not even having the fun end of the night that this is all for. Yeah. Floppy dick night. So, So I think the one thing for her is like, you have to admit to the idea that you're growing up, that you're not a not fun person for wanting the person you're with to like take ownership of the things that make them, you know, that that make them worse off. You if want it was be actual narcolepsy, yeah. Then and the guy knew what Difference. triggered it, and he didn't do anything about it. It would be like, all right, well, you have a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. like yo, man, just. Just because alcohol is involved doesn't mean it's just fun. Yeah, just fucking stop. <laughs> you got, I, I, yeah, some people are just not made for the drinking game. Yeah. Reminds me of uh, when I went to Philly last and I noticed like the Wawa, the big chain mm. bars let out at 2 a.m. and everybody was just all kind of drunk around like filling that place up right mm-hmm. next to the bars, just drunk around it. And I was thinking, are these people like still in college because this is exactly what we did in like wouldn't i don't want to keep doing this after you want to grow up a little bit yeah you want to like have the next thing come up she wants to have the hangout be an adult hangout yeah and what's making her angry is like okay well is this person never going to change anything that's wrong in in his life yeah this shit was cool sophomore year college And, you know, that's also from his side. He's like, I'm still a young guy. I'm still going to make stupid mistakes. And it's like, yeah, you're just- <laughs> and I got all my friends taking care yeah. of me. Yeah. So what do you got a problem with? So you're at a little bit of a standstill. I don't think this is like a reason to end the relationship. But I, I do think that it's like it's OK to be mad about it because it's what the other thing that you're mad about is that he's doing nothing to fix it. Yeah. And then it's like, OK, do you care enough about me to fix things that I care about? And that's where you get to the point of like. All right, what are we doing? If you won't fix this, what else won't you fix? Just do cocaine. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Go follow Nimesh at Finding Nimesh at Finding Nimesh on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. He's going to be at the Denver Comedy Works March 31st and April 1st. Let's do some news. Let's do it.
mentioned Nimesh was going to be in Denver. That's right. We have some news close to Denver in Utah. Utes! Utah. Uh, You guys have uh, cousins, I'm guessing. Nimesh Uh, is the biggest cousins guy I know. That's good news for this story. Nimesh has a billion cousins. I have 16 first cousins. 16 first cousins. cousins. Turn your headphones up for this one. Okay. Because two cousins in Utah, first, who claim to be in love, have created a petition calling on their home state to allow them to legally tie the knot. My first cousin and I have been in love with each other our whole lives. Wait a minute. Our whole lives? Jesus Christ. That's what they shouldn't admit to. You got, I mean, listen, you want to marry your first cousin? Mm Mm-hmm. It's fucked up in many ways, mm-hmm. in but every you, single way possible. You gotta set a, you gotta sell this to us. What bothers me is that they've taken no attempt. They think, well, we've been in love our whole lives. None of us understand that. If they were like, listen, also who gives? We a got shit? back from college. She's a different person. I'm a different person. We didn't even know we were cousins. Then we figured it out after fucking once, and now it's like we're kind of, yeah, it's gross still, but at least we're like, okay, we're tracking the story. The damage is done. Why do you need to get married? Just stay cousins that fuck. Cousin fucker. (laughs) Doing nothing for the state of Utah. We believe that the law is outdated and it needs to be changed so we can socially legitimize our love, said Angela Piang. Ms. Piang and her cousin Michael Lee are trying to get 1,000 signatures for their petition. What are they at, four? Yeah, who's signing that? I mean, even if you're for it, you don't want to let people know you're for it. We just always played a lot. Piang said, Blade. whose father is the brother of Lee's mother. Oh, my God. We How old are they? Hmm. Yeah, these are one of those young opinions that I'm just happy that my young, dumb opinions weren't like... like uh, looks, to- looks like they're 30s. Oh, my goodness. Uh, is she hot? Um, Give us a celebrity comparison. <laughs> Not average. that that makes it better, but like looks, I just want to know. She looks like her cousin, Michael <laughs> Lee. <laughs> Honestly, I could see him at a J-Train show. Really? Yeah. Um, Not after this. I don't know what that says about my fans. We but. went into a closet. We were kissing and dancing together. It just felt really natural. He told my mom he was going to marry me. And what did the mom say? Like At that point, the mom has to go, we got to go see a fucking shrink. Piang so- said her mother told her cousin that they couldn't marry each other, but they could be friends. Nah, the, the mom's fucked too. Yeah, I they, left uh, Utah. They were caught kissing when they were younger while atten- attending a family gathering and were later... Quote, kind of kept apart by their family. This is why you got kind of, we, we this got is in the trouble. problem with Utah is that once you, the, the minute that they can go, well, the neighbors have seven wives. Yeah. Then you can go, let's see what these idiots look like. They do look like they'd be at a J train show. Also, I thought they were going to be Asian by these names. They're not? They're not Asian. Piang and Lee? People have names these days. I mean, this is. Love it. <laughs> Wow, they're white as shit. Yeah, they... they Utah. Uh, and they look very similar. They do look very similar. This is... Um, Which is something I can appreciate of couples. I understand when a couple kind of looks like, because it's like, that happens, but this is... Yeah, but that happens by accident or fucking... But like kind of on by accident. just grow but, into but, looking like it, but this is just, I mean... I mean, they have the same face. Oh, Utah. Look at this. I can't say I'm not surprised. <laughs> this is... This is an issue. I, I, the problem is when it becomes your cause. 
You know, like <laughs> you could they could have just like quietly went along hey, and, and you know and, and world hunger and the gun prop no 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. First things first. We gotta smash legally. I gotta fuck my cousin. Yes. I gotta fuck my cousin without anyone knowing. Or with everyone and the, the world, world needs to know. The world needs to know. Though the two are unable to legally marry each other in Utah, as the state only affords that option to cousins over the age of sixty-five. What? They I mean, hold on, Utah. <laughs> you're lonely. You're lonely. Over man. sixty-five. <laughs> we'll give you after sixty-five. We don't give a fuck what you they do. They were. Fly. They were able to legally get hitched in Grand Junction, Colorado, earlier this week. So. Grand Junction, Colorado is just a town full of cousins. Apparently, that are getting married. Apparently, that's their like export to the world. Yeah, I mean, what happened? First, you legalize weed, and next is fucking cousins are allowed that, to. That's what we all said. Yep. Wow, gateway it's drug marrying for dogs. Sure. Disgusting. What do, you, <laughs> what do you think? This is crazy. I. I hope no one signs that petition. Whoever signs, I mean, the parents are a little bit at fault. This is kind of like the, the Michael Jackson documentary. Where you're like, okay, <laughs> the parents are just like on board. Like, like at what point do you go? I we're we don't talk anymore. The cousins, we can't let them fuck. The the, the parents were probably like, you can do it when you're 66. <laughs> I don't want to be around. I'm not giving you away at this fucking uh, wedding. Also, you know what? I take it back. Sign that petition. Let it happen. Yeah. And let them get divorced. <laughs> at some point, let them find out that cousins should not be smashing. Uh, I just, I mean, there is a point where you're like, what is the baby going to look like? like <laughs> the baby will look Asian, up. for sure. Pretty what fucked up. What do you think? Uh, we got any more stories? We do. Let's hear another one. That was crazy. That's crazy. I, I, I the, the petition is, it's okay to be crazy in your own home. Like, at this point, I like. Lost, I lost you on the. Well, my point is that, does everything have to be a cause? Can't they just, like, live in secret as two cousins that fuck? They want to be socially legitimized. Yeah, why do they have to be socially? Li- why can't they you just think be a like, marriage is going to socially legitimize? I. <laughs> why does it something have something that be? God says no to? This, is, but that's the problem. It's like, why can't you just like go live in the woods? Why do we have to all agree that you're not crazy? They're yoloing pretty hard right now. Pretty hard. Got one more story yeah, I, here. I don't have you in my headphones anymore. No? no? Did you come unplugged? You're good. Should There we go. Now I'm back. All right. You uh, fellas like eating pussy? Love eating puss. It's the on image? the menu quite on the often. Menu. Well, the emailer from earlier might be wishing he could just make a girl squirt oh, after he reads this story. Uh-oh. A woman passed out mid-oral sex after her orgasm caused a small stroke. What? The unnamed 44-year-old was enjoying the fruits of her lover's labor when she lost consciousness for two to three minutes. He rushed her to the hospital, fearing she had a fit, (laughs) and a CT scan showed she had a burst aneurysm after having an orgasm. if If I made a girl have a stroke from eating her pussy uh-huh. i would be like we're calling the ambulance and the news the ambulance sirens is going to be this lady is <laughs> yeah 
passed out because I made her come. <laughs> that yeah. would be on my resume. That would be on my. That would be my Tinder bio. That would be all. That would be everyone. I would change my name to I made someone have a stroke from eating pussy. Doctors at the Chelsea and Westminster Hospital wrote in their case report. <laughs> on the closer breakup in history of breakups. <laughs> this, hey, this I gotta or, end it. This orgasm I have, I have may a, have saved a life. Oh, really? They wrote in their case report on closer history taking. The patient reported nearing orgasm while receiving oral sex from a partner before losing consciousness. Her partner estimated that she was unconscious for two to three minutes with no convulsive activity reported. She had otherwise been well preceding the event. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, it's so... I mean, one, when she passes out, are you like, oh, my God, I fucking killed this woman. He knocked her out. Knocked her the fuck out. <laughs> but then i that's the fastest breakup in the history of breakups. Hey, I got to show this talent to the world. Yeah, I can't. I can't I, let you be the only... And then she can't be mad because it's like, you saved my life. Yeah. I mean, this is a otherwise presumably a healthy person who... Who thought she was healthy and then she had yeah. a fucking stroke at 44 from coming? <laughs> this is a dangerous tongue. Yeah. It could happen to any of us. It could have, It could be any of us. That's right. <laughs> he could have passed out. I mean, can you imagine? What would you do if you the girl's coming and then all of a sudden she's like, just passes out? Where you're like, I beg. My job here is done. <laughs> <laughs> You're just cleaning off your hands. Yes. You're just doing that thing, <laughs> cleaning off your hands, dusting off. I the don't dust. know. I don't know what to. You know, they like they wipe off the handle of the gun and everything. Like <laughs> I don't know what to wipe off. Right you now. gotta get a, one of those uh, wet wipes and yeah. <laughs> remove all. The, I mean, no, that's crazy. That dude. is crazy. It's also like, I mean, I mean, what a good guy to make her come and bring her to the hospital. Ah, uh, yeah. I would hire a PR agent. I'd be like, I need everyone to fucking know. The world has to know about my magic tongue. You think he's you think he's hesitant every time he Well, the idea that he is the one to women, not only does he go down on women, but it's so good you might fucking die. That might be risky to bring up on stage, like maybe the audience will be into this or yeah. maybe like they're fuck you. <laughs> The man with the magic tongue. The man with the magic tongue. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having Always me, Jared. Always a pleasure. OKP. AAP, OKP. Always a pleasure with uh, original key player, Nimesh Always Patel. a pleasure. At Finding <laughs> Nimesh. Going to be at the Comedy Works in Denver. Go check it out. Come through. At Finding Nimesh, March 31st, April 1st. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Come on out to some shows. Atlanta, New York, Philly, jaredfreed.com. Boom.